Let's Talk from the Book of Acts. This week we're in Acts chapter 15, and today we want to look at when leaders disagree. A Dallas, Texas man had a disagreement with a bank. His home sat adjacent to a tract of land on which the bank planned to build a new facility. The, bl- the bank wanted to buy the man's home and knock it down. The man said no deal. His property was appraised at $86,000, but the bank claimed that they offered him more than that. The 90-year-old man had lived in the house for some 50 years. He didn't have he didn't have to sell his home, so he decided he wouldn't sell it. The bank wanted to build, so it decided it would. The result is a new bank built around the man's house. An automatic teller machine dispenses cash 15 feet from where he sleeps. The cars of the drive-thru idle in front of his kitchen window. These two parties may be next to each other, but they are scarcely be called, can scarcely be called neighbors. The conflict dis- persists for many, persisted for many years. We live with conflict every day. How we deal with conflict is important so that we don't lose the relationship of the two parties. In the book of Acts, chapter 15, there was a sharp disagreement between two veteran missionaries. Here's the story. This is from Acts, chapter 15, verse 36 and following. Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns that we preached the word and the Lord and see how, th- see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and decided not to, and, and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they had parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left, commended the believers to the grace of the Lord. He went through Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches. What can we learn from this passage? Number one, that in church and missions work, conflicts can rise up amongst, even amongst godly leaders. Aggressive evangelists are more likely to determine to get their own way. Even the best Christians will not always agree, and sometimes they will intensely disagree. We need to pray for our pastors in this. Paul and Barnabas agreed to disagree. Rather than a big, rather than a big fight, they agreed to separate as a way to solve the problem. They, quote, parted company, unquote, the text says. Sometimes it's better to walk away from the conflict with another person, and get, that gives time to, for, for the situation to cool down and rethink the situation. Number three, we learned that they did not allow the work of God to stop because of their disagreement. They chose to press on with the gospel in spite of their disagreement. How many people leave the church today because they got into a disagreement with someone in the church? Number four, Paul and Silas were commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord. The group of believers around Paul and Silas did not try to prevent Paul and Silas from going out to preach the gospel. They recognized that the grace of the Lord was with them. Number five, the goal was to strengthen the church, not to win a conflict. Winning an argument is not the goal, but advancing the church is. Here's a few sayings about conflict. No matter how thin you slice a problem, there will always be two sides. Number two, pick battles big enough to matter and small enough to win. Number three, conflict is inevitable, but combat is optional. The Bible has many verses related to conflict. Proverbs 10, 12. Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers all wrongs. Proverbs 15, 18. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Proverbs 16, 28. A perverse person stirs up conflict, and a gossip separates close friends. Here's some leadership quick tips. Create a safe environment when it comes to conflicts. Allow your teams to express their opinions and ideas without judgment. 
Number two, don't take disagreement personally. Be open to seeing differences, perspectives from others. Number three, embrace diversity of thought. Having diverse people and views on your team are proven to help leaders to make better decisions. And number four, never shut down an idea. Some of the best ideas and solutions are sparked, sparkled by an initial idea that would never have been used in its original form. Be careful not to make these two mistakes in dealing with conflict. First mistake is not listening to the other person. There's a chance that they could be right and you were wrong. Listen prayerfully. Number two, point out why others, don't make the mistake of pointing out why others are wrong and, they are, and, and you are right. Don't be led by an ego which says you have to win at all costs. In conclusion, take all conflicts to the Lord before taking them to another person. Take conflicts directly to the person involved and not to your neighbor. Try to keep a lot of emotions out of the discussion. Stick to the facts. Keep the big picture in mind. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God. Okay, resolving conflict is a Holy Spirit-led way and is the best way to resolve a conflict. Prayerfully take your situation to the Lord and ask Him to work it out. Amen. Let's pray. Father, conflict is inevitable. Help us to be at peace with our neighbor. Help us to be peacemakers. Father, use these thoughts we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.